Hello, this is Arkham Horror Badly. My name is Peredir, and today I'll be playing Arkham Horror The Card Game. Just not that well. So last time I played uh, the second scenario of the Dream Quest campaign from the Dream Eaters with Leo Anderson as a rogue. Now, I will continue, I think, to the third scenario of that with that deck. Uh, I'm enjoying playing Leo. I love the Dream Quest campaign. But I've had a different idea in the back of my mind, which I wanted to try for a deck. And so I thought I'd take a break from Mr. Anderson and turn to another investigator. So... um. I've been wondering recently with this game um, what we can do when we set arbitrary constraints on building decks. And what I mean by that is what happens if, for example, you choose or only choose cards for your deck based on a single completely arbitrary criterion. And uh, one of the things I love about this game is the art. There's very few cards which have dodgy art. Most of the cards have really stunning art and uh, from, a, from a wide variety of artists. And some of those cards, some of those art art pieces, uh, show the investigators of Arkham Horror. And, of course, uh, everyone's favourite investigator in Arkham Horror is the original and best Roland Banks. And old Roly, Roland, he appears on the art in quite a few cards. And I've noticed this on and off while opening my packs over the years. And so I thought, how many cards actually have Roland on the card, as in the art? Uh, and is that enough to build a functioning deck? So that's what I've tried to do. I've set myself the arbitrary constraint of building a deck only using cards which have Roland in the art. Um, now, why would I want to do that, apart from just to see if it can be done? Well, I think that setting constraints on ourselves when we're building decks um, forces us to play with cards that we wouldn't normally play. It forces us to look for combinations of cards when we're playing the deck that we wouldn't necessarily find otherwise. And sure enough, there are a lot of cards in the deck that I've built for Roland, which are not cards that I've ever played with before and probably are not cards that I would choose in the majority of Guardian or Seeker decks. There are some caveats, three main caveats. Um, first caveat, I'm not 100% sure that it is Roland on the art of all of these. Um, so the different artists portray Roland differently, portray the different investigators differently. So basically I've tried to narrow it down to art where the picture is fairly clearly a white man with dark hair and wearing a long trench coat and a hat and uh, smartly dressed if if that comes up. Um, and there are some cards here which I'm not sure about, but I've been pretty uh, ruthless. I've taken out cards that are on the cusp as far as I can. Um, the second caveat is that I've had to use um, some cards which aren't level zero. Um, so uh, it's got, I think, 17 XP in it. I haven't put two weaknesses in because I think the deck is going to do badly enough without me putting a second weakness in. Uh, the third caveat is that I have had to cheat. Um, so there are some cards in here which don't have Roland in the art, but I've tried to rationalise them. So, for example, Trenchcoat is here, and uh, Roland wears a trench coat, as far as I can tell. He wears a long coat anyway, so I think it's thematically appropriate. Um, 
magnifying glass is in here two times. Um, you, it's it's not definitely not Roland in the art of magnifying glass. It looks like a a man's hand. So I think a magnifying glass is something that Roland, a, a, a Fed, would carry around. And I've also put two copies of Agency Backup in. Now my rationale here is that it is one of only three cards in the game so far which has the agency trait. The other two cards are Roland and Trish. And it makes sense, I think, for Roland to be able to draw an agency backup. Um, the other actual cheat that I did was I looked at the deck after I kind of constructed it. Actually, it wasn't really uh, enough cards, and so I had to double up on some really rather bad cards here. But I realized there was no economy at all. No cards which would give me resources. And Roland and Guardians generally suffer enough with, with, with resource generation as it is. And so I thought it's just not going to be fun if I can't afford anything, especially with agency backup in my deck, which costs seven, I think. Um, and so I've put in two emergency caches just to get money. And uh, thematically, I would argue that Roland can um, can wire to the bureau to get some get some emergency funds if he wants to uh, uh, <laughs> wants to get on. So um, I'm going to play the deck. I'm going to record myself playing it. The scenario I'm playing is standalone. The house always wins, which is uh, the first or second scenario in the Dunwich Legacy. Specifically, I'm playing the return to the house always wins. Just because I've not played Return to Dunwich at all. And so I thought I'd try and see what it's like. So obviously, uh, as far as I can tell, without looking too hard on the cards, this is going to be harder than normal House Always Wins. Um, I'm playing it on easy, so that takes some of the sting out. Um, now, thematically, what I've decided is that I'm not going to be looking for... Um, what's, his, what's his face? Uh, Dr. Francis Morgan. Um, instead, I am looking specifically for Peter Clover. Peter Clover is the, the guy that you pick up if you do this scenario second in the normal campaign. I've decided that my story is going to be slightly different to the story in The Dunwich Legacy, or in The House Always Wins, as printed. So Roland Banks, working for the Bureau of Investigation, is on the trail of art forgerers. Somebody has been forging paintings, art by the painter Richard Pickman and um, fakes have been turning up over Arkham and Banks is on his trail and he's found out that the likely culprit is a certain criminal called Peter Clover. And Peter Clover likes to lie low, he's very hard to find his old Clover but Roland Banks has tracked him down to a hidden speakeasy in La Bella Luna. So Roland Banks is going to go undercover in as much as he can, can go undercover. I think he just turns up his lapels. That's his disguise. He's going to uh, go into the Bella Luna and try and find Peter Clover. Uh, and, and by doing that, he can arrest him, bring him out, and uh, get him to not forge art. Um, so my objective that I'm setting myself for this scenario is to uh, resign with Peter Clover. That's the best scenario. The best best outcome, likely outcome, Roland gets killed in Act One, but 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 preferred outcome, find Peter Clover, escape, and of course Roland Banks assumes that everything else is going to go fine. He's not expecting any eldritch monstrosities, um, so it's going to be quite an easy day at work, I think. All right, so uh, I'm going to uh, deal my opening hand. So I've got an ideal opening hand in mind, which would have emergency cash and agency backup, so I can get it into play as early as possible. Agency backup is going to be very useful for me to get clues and uh, 
kill things. All right, so first card, Emergency Cash. Esoteric Atlas. I'll see you in hell. Bold choice, you might think, for my deck. Shortcut. Nice. And eat lead. All right. I'm going to do a hard mulligan. Keep, well, 80% hard mulligan. Keep emergency cash. Ditch the others. All right. We're going to redraw. Redraw four. So we've got magnifying glass. Good. Another emergency cash. Intrepid. And it bleeds. Well, not terrible. Because I've got an asset. That's what I was worrying about. There's so many events in this deck. Um, some of them, like I'll see you in hell, I, I kind of kept them in because it's got Roland in the art, but uh, because it's got two um, strength icons on it, so probably okay to be committed. Um, but so many sort of things that I don't necessarily... <laughs> really situational events. All right, so um, I've also got Keen Eye. I think it's Roland in the art, although I'm, I'm, I'm not amazingly confident, but... I doubt I'll be using much in Keen Eye unless I get really rolling in money. Or oh, Roland in money. Uh, yeah, please please don't switch off. Okay, so um, we are going to start. So, the house always wins. Return to Agenda 1A, the Clover Club. You have entered the Clover Club casino in search of notorious art forger Peter Clover. The club is bustling at this late hour. Filled with patrons looking to relax and drink or make it big. You don't appear to be in much danger. So each criminal enemy is aloof. And if I deal damage to a criminal enemy, I must advance. The doom threshold is four. And uh, Act 1A, beginner's luck. You need to find Peter Clover. The club is packed. Perhaps somebody knows where he is. So I can choose to basically cheat if I reveal a chaos token... Uh, I treat it as any other token, so um, usually you treat it as an elder sign, I suppose. Uh, I can do that once per round, and I need four clues to immediately advance. Now, thematically, I'm not sure yet uh, if Roland is going to cheat. Roland is uh, uh, straight as an arrow, but he knows this is a place of ill repute. He knows that criminals are here, and he may be willing to do anything it takes to get the job done. We'll see. Okay, so he's starting in the Bella Luna entry the music is cliche, and they only serve spaghetti as a cover for underground speakeasies. All right. So there's a shroud of two and one clue. I need four clues to advance, and um, I think I'm going to have to try and get this clue. First action. Actually, no, I'll play a magnifying glass for free for one resource. Then I think I will investigate for uh, my first full action. So with my magnifying glass, I'm plus one, so... Four on two, investigating the Bella Luna. Zero. Okay, I get that clue. Um, I don't have any other assets in play. I could play Emergency Cash. I think I'll do that now, in, in, in case bad things happen. So I'll play Emergency Cash for my second action. Um, that gets me three. So I'm on six, no, seven resources now. Um, and then third action, I'm going to move into the uh, Clover Club Lounge. Comfortable leather couches, mahogany furniture, and an array of beautiful art. Hmm. Greet gamblers, tempting them into the life of the would-be affluent. Roland's suspicions are aroused. He's sure he's seen some of those art pieces in museums in New York. Okay. So Clover Club Lounge. This is the return to Clover Club badge. 
Frost, after Clover Club Lounge is revealed, but the set-aside Clover Club stage interplay. While it is Act 1, it is, the lounge gains action look at the top card of your deck. If it is an ally asset, you may put it into play, otherwise draw it. Now that could be fantastic if I draw one of the two agency backups in my deck. Um, I need to put the location into play, uh, the this new location, which I've never encountered before, which is the Clover Club stage. So this is a uh, location which has the text, it's connected to Clover Club stage. The mesmerizing melody of a torch singer and her band grows louder as you, if you were to approach the stage. All right, so that uh, connects to... The um, okay, so connects to the bar and to the uh, lounge, right? Okay, so um, we could go there next turn. What are we going to do now? We are going to end the turn. Okay, so the Clover Club pit boss, looking greasy and immediately suspicious of Roland, uh, even though Roland has got his uh, lapels turned up. Um, he is a hunter, but he's aloof, so he's just going to sit around uh, eyeballing Roland with great dubiosity. Let's upkeep. I draw a card. I draw the automatic, 45 automatic. So that's good if I want to uh, gun down the, the pit boss, although Roland's not going to shoot first. And then I gain a resource. So I'm on eight now. It'd be great to be able to get those agency guys uh, to, to, to storm the, the casino. All right. Um, okay, so we're placing our first doom. Out of four, and um, we are drawing an encounter dart. Before I do that, I just want to clarify how this is going to work in terms of acts and agendas. So um, I'm going to cheat a little bit, as it were, with a small C, um, in order to make the scenario, uh, uh, the length of the first scenario, but to allow Peter Clover to come in. As far as the agenda deck is concerned, I'm treating this as the first scenario in the campaign, so I've not played extracurricular activity. But as far as the act deck is concerned, I have played extracurricular activity, which will allow Peter Clover to come in later. And I don't think it breaks the scenario, it just possibly makes it a bit easier. So, uh, one doom and I'm drawing my first encounter card. Arousing suspicions. Place one doom on each criminal enemy at your location. Uh, yeah, the, the pit boss is a criminal enemy, so we get to do. So that could have sucked up two of my resources, uh, but it did not. Uh, but I am now in two doom rather than one. All right. So um, if I try and search for a clue in the lounge, uh, the, the pit boss will will punch me twice, so to do two damage, which is which is terrible. Um, but there are no clues here anyway, so that's fine. Um, so. I think that the typical thing that one does in uh, House Always Wins is to try and run around in circles to to force the pit boss to hunt um, it, to hunt after you, but you, you, you've done your thing before he hunts to you. You've collected your clue. So what are we going to do? I'm going to try and move into the Clover Club uh, stage. So um, the mesmerizing melody of a torch singer and a band grow louder as you approach the stage near the club's lounge. Mobsters and business types chatter quietly over the music, wheeling and dealing the night away. This has got no clues. One shroud. While in Act 1, which it is, Clover Club stage gains action, spend one resource. Place that resource on Clover Club stage. And then as a free trigger, if there is one resource on Clover Club stage, gain one clue from the token pool. I'll leave it once per game. So, 
Second action, that's fine. Let's do that. So we are going to spend a resource for second action uh, and place it on Clover Club stage. There's now one uh, resource on the on the stage. So I'm going to use a free trigger to get a clue from the pool, from the clue box. All right, that's the easiest clue ever. So I've got two clues now. Now, uh, I've got one action left. If I move to anywhere else, the Clover, yeah, the Clover Pit boss will follow me. If I stay here, he'll follow him into here. So it doesn't really matter. The question is, do I, do I, for example, play an automatic now to try and get a weapon into play before baddies turn up? I've got a little bit of breathing space, but not very much at all. Um, I think I am... If I spend the automatic, you see, then that I've got four left, which is not nearly enough to play the agency backup if they come up. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play the, the, the automatics for my final action. So that's four, and I put four ammo on it. Okay, done. The pit boss hunts to me, but he's aloof, so he doesn't engage with me. Then it's the upkeep phase. I draw my... Uh, Card. It's a shortcut, which will be useful for zipping around in a minute. I gain a resource. I'm on four resources. And uh, then it's the next turn. So we add a doom. We're on three doom out of four. And it's possible that um, we advance this turn, although I'm not sure if any of the cards allow this, the doom to advance if they add one. Wow. Well, this was a card I didn't want to draw. Another arousing suspicions. I did shuffle this deck pretty well, so I have to place another Doom on uh, the bit pass. God. Well, all right. Well, that means we definitely advance next turn, because um, I don't really... Well, I could kill him. I mean, in principle, I could kill him. Um, but that, I mean, it would be engage, kill, kill. But is that something Roland would do? I think that Roland, who's been arousing suspicion since he got into the club... Um, feels that he would draw a little bit too much attention to himself if he gunned down the casino pit boss. So he's going to try and, uh, and and be as aloof as old pit boss. All right. So we are going to move into the Clover Club bar. I won't shortcut. I will just move normally for now. The... Shelves behind the bar sag beneath the weight of all manner of bootlegged drinks, cheap ales, moonshine, expensive bottles of wine, aged whiskey. If only you had a couple of hours to kill. Well, Roland is not impressed. Roland is well into prohibition. He's a big fan. Uh, he supports whatever the, the government uh, proposes. And so he, 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 he grumbles to himself as he tries to not um, arrest everybody in sight. So it's zero clues, three shroud, um, and we have the current action, because it's act one. Spend two resources as an action, gain two clues from the token pool, and draw two cards. Remember that you had a drink. Okay, this is now a major decision for Roland for his second action. Is he going to, um, to, 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 to not do what he has sworn not to do, which is to imbibe alcoholic drinks during Prohibition? Um... Let's see. The alternative... I mean, I need two more clues. So if I did that, I would get the clues. So Roland is, is, is torn between doing the right thing in terms of the law, but also getting his man. Um, the alternative would be to move to the one other location that isn't revealed, which is the card room. 
Um, now I think if he goes to the card room, he may need to cheat to get um, to get the clues there. Um, and I think that Roland finds cheating at cards to be abhorrent. I think he would find it difficult. He's uh, he's so straight laced that he, he he probably would fail at cheating cards. So I think that Roland is going to go deep into his undercover persona and take a drink. At least he's going to pretend to take a drink. So as an action, I spend two resources. I'm down to down to two left. And I gain two clues from the bank and draw two cards. And remember that Roland had a drink. So we gain two clues. I'm on four. And I draw two cards. And after I've drawn the two cards, I will immediately advance because I have four clues. So we draw two cards. There's another magnifying glass and a taunt. Now, taunt could actually be useful in this scenario, given there are lots of aloof enemies, if I wanted to kill things. All right. So um, I'm going to advance in a second, uh, because I, I don't think I, I think it has to be immediately after the... Um, yeah, after, after this action resolves. But I'm just going to give you a quick hand update before we flip the act. So I've got a magnifying glass, but I've already got one in play. I've got a shortcut. I've got an if it bleeds, which is something I can use to heal horror if I kill a monster, but there's not that many monsters in this scenario. I've got emergency cash. I've got intrepid, a skill which uh, I can use to boost my willpower. And then I've got thorns. So we've got... Some possibilities there. All right, so we're going to advance the act. Hi, Roller. Hi, Roland. I'm here all week. After speaking to a number of gamblers and servers, it seems as though Peter Clover pays off the owner of the casino to stash some of the artwork he fences in one of the rooms in the back of the building. Peter Clover was last seen entering the guarded hall near the back of the card room. Put the set-aside darkened hall into play. If it's Agenda 1, which it is, discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a criminal enemy is discarded and spawn that enemy in the darkened hall. All right, we're going to advance to Act 2A after I do that bit of setup. So let's discard cards from the top of the deck. Nope, 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 rats, nope. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, okay, we've got a mobster. So he is guarding the hall. And we discarded like almost half the deck there. A lot of rather horrible um, encounter cards. Okay, well, that's both good and bad. So we advance to... Act 2A. Peter Clover is somewhere in the private section of the club, where only VIPs and the club's managers are allowed. If you are to find him, you're going to have to sneak or even fight your way in. Objective. Only investigators in the art gallery may spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. And that's two clues. Eagle-eyed listeners may realise that I've changed the objective to be the art gallery for thematic reasons rather than the VIP area, which is what's printed here. Um, I don't think it's going to make things easier or harder because it's randomly determined anyway. But if you disagree, uh, <laughs> let me know. All right. So currently, uh, Roland's got one action left 
Um, and after this turn ends, the agenda is going to flip, which isn't the end of the world, but uh, I want to probably move, I think, towards the um, Clover Club card room. The question is, do I shortcut there? Or do I move there normally? Um, let's, let's move normally, because I'd like to keep shortcuts in hand for running around later, because I know that the, 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 um, the, the hallways in the back of the, of the club are quite hard to move around, and you can get funneled in with enemies. All right, final action, move to the card room. As you approach the card room, the clinking of poker chips and the shuffling of cards is punctuated by shouts of revelry and frustration. Your thoughts are nearly drowned out by the racket. Zero clues, three shroud. So it's not act one, which means that essentially there's nothing here. You can gamble otherwise, but uh, yeah, nothing. So Roland walks through, but he's not interested in the card tables. He's making a beeline for the... Um, the posh areas, the, the restricted areas at the back of the club, but he's seeing a very beefy, um, uh, chunky guard mobster um, in the way. So she is going to have to find a way to sort that out. Okay. So uh, the end of the, uh, sorry, in the uh, enemy phase, the pit boss is going to hunt. Uh, so he hunts into the bar, but Roland's already left the bar. So I think Roland has managed to give the smarmy pit boss the slip. Well done, Roland. Well done, Agent Max. Okay. All right, so the mobster does not hunt. He's going to stay where he is. So in the upkeep, I draw a card. It's Galvanize, which is useless right now. And I gain a third resource. Okay. Um, okay, so what's going to happen now is that the uh, Doom is going to go. Now, I've got a horrible feeling that that was, should have been the fifth Doom. Maybe you'll count better than I have. Um, all right, it doesn't matter. We, I, I, I may have messed up, but um, that's Roland Max for you. Okay, uh, Agenda 1B... On the right track, your questioning has drawn the attention of several men, hired thugs by the look of them. Francis doesn't want to be bothered, one of them says. It's not clear what his accent is. He sounds from various places at once. We suggest you leave the premises before we force you to leave. Now, Agent Banks doesn't like being spoken to like that. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. And I'm going to advance to Agenda 2A, because, as I said at the start, um, instead of the Agenda deck, I'm assuming this is the first scenario. Agenda 2A, underground muscle. Most of the other patrons seem oblivious to the mobsters and goons closing in around you, but you recognise this for what it really is. You're about to get roughed up. Doom threshold is three. So now the... Uh, mobsters are not aloof. The, the pit boss uh, is also not aloof, so that's going to be problematic. All right, we draw an encounter card. Oh, no. It's O'Banion's Thug. So while O'Banion's Thug is engaged with you, you can't gain resources. All right. Okay, well, that's kind of made some decisions for me, I think. Um, so here's the situation. I'm in the card room. 
Behind me is the pit boss, so he's going to hunt to me this turn, at the end of this turn, if I don't do anything. In front of me is the, uh, the darkened hallway, where I will be able to then um, find some other rooms. But in the darkened hallway is a mobster. And on me is O'Banion's thug. Now, O'Banion's thug is a, is a criminal. Um, he's got four strength, two health, and two evade. Are we going to have a problem here? Reads the flavor text. Roland sees this um, guy lumbering up towards him from behind one of the uh, card tables. So his choices are, well, I could just shoot him. So I would be shooting at five against four. I could commit uh, a couple of things probably. Um, and if I hit him, I kill him. Um, I could then shortcut into the darkened hall and second action I could um, try and take down the mobster with another shot and then third action move away or, or do something else. So I think we'll try that. So first action shoots O'Banion's thug. Spend an ammo. So I'm on five. So here's four. I don't really like those odds. Uh, and there are some unpleasant things in the... Um, on the, on, on the scenario sheet for the for the tokens, I'm going to uh, commit if it bleeds uh, for one combat icon, giving me sorry one uh, strength icon to go, give me if it's a six. Uh, I will hmm, I'll commit taunts to put me at seven. There we go, seven on four against Albanian's thug. Minus one. Roland, he's too close to his uh, prey by now. He takes out the gun and empties it into O'Banion's thug's chest. O'Banion's thug falls backwards. There are some screams from nearby, but there's so much noise in the casino that the gunshot didn't really resonate. The jazz music playing in the distant stage drowns out most of the chaos. As Roland shortcuts um, into the next room, so he leaps over a table, dashes under a um, a rope uh, barricade and into the darkened hall where he crashes into a mobster. The mobster sees his compadre um, slumped bloody on the floor and he swings a nightstick at Roland's face. But Roland charges under the mobster's blow into the darkened hall, the mobster follows and the door slams shut behind us both. We stand in sudden silence. This area of the club is lonesome and devoid of warmth and colour. Somehow the spotless floor and walls seem more sinister than inviting. I need to put the three uh, back hall doorways into play. They are all... Identical on the back, but they are different on the front, as it were. So I don't know which is which. What I need to do, in theory, is to find the art gallery uh, and spend two clues there. And I have no clues at the moment. So I basically need to find two clues and go there. So we're going to put those into play in a random order. Uh, they are adjacent to the darkened hall. So I spent one action to kill the Banyan's third. Free action with shortcuts to go to the hall, and I've got two actions left. So second action is shoot the mobster. 
Five on two. Spend a bullet from the automatic. Roland, um, taking advantage of the sudden cover of the shadows of the darkened hallway, levels his gun at the mobster and Zero fires, killing him dead. Or at least this is a man down. Roland will call for medical support later, but he knows that guy is no longer a problem. One action left. <sighs> so, um... I could move from here. The pit boss is going to follow into the card room, so I've got one turn before he um, hits me, uh, reaches me. Uh, I've got three money. I could play an, uh, a, a, a emergency cash with the aim of possibly um, getting the agency back up if I draw it in the next turn or two. Um, yeah, I think I think that's what I'm going to do. Because I would like to uh, be able to afford that. So we're getting three resources for my final action. So now we're on six. And then the enemy phase, the pit boss hunts to the card room. He's searching for me. He sees the body of Obanian's thug slumped over the back of one of the, the card tables. Most of the patrons have scattered back to the um, back to the bar or the lounge at this point. They are not going to hang around to see what's happening. But he can't find Roland. Where is Roland Banks? Draw a card. It's self-destructive. Well, this is my basic weakness. So Roland is doing more damage to himself than to the enemy because he's just broken several of his cardinal rules. He's had a drink of alcohol. He's killed people who possibly could have been dealt with in a different way. Revelation, put self-destructive into play in your threat area. When you deal one or more damage to an enemy, take one damage. And then I can spend two actions to discard it. Well, I'm unhurt. I've got nine health, so maybe that's okay. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We may get hairy later on. Okay, I get a resource, I'm on seven resources, and then we're going to add a Doom, and then draw an encounter card, and it is Idle Hands. Put Idle Hands into play in your threat area. If Idle Hands is in your threat area, during your turn, you can take two damage and discard Idle Hands. You may take an additional action this turn. At the end of your turn, forced, take one Horror. How interesting. Okay, well, that's the first time I've encountered that card. The, the art is pretty scary. It's a man who's clutching his wrist, and I'm thinking maybe his, his hand is trying to hurt him, and he's trying to stop his own hand hurting him, Evil Dead style. Well, the, the notion of taking two damage to have a four-action turn is pretty appealing, actually. The problem is that I would... Put in, that would put me in a worse state for if um, self-destructive kicks in. Um, so we'll see. All right. Well, what we're going to—I uh, I mean, I don't want to take a horror either because that would be even worse. So I will almost certainly do that this turn just to um, get out the way. So first action, we're going to move to the lowermost um, uh, back hall doorway. So I put them one, two, three, top down. So this is the bottom one. You approach an unmarked door towards the back of the Clover Club. VIP area. The coppery smell of blood assaults your senses. The floor is littered with broken glass. And the upholstery has been torn to shreds. Where is Peter Clover? Three shroud, one clue. Now, Roland's suspicions are properly aroused now. If it hadn't been aroused before by the thugs who he's had to gun down, the blood 
and uh, the chaos here is making him hold onto the cool butt of his gun um, for comfort. All right. So we've got two actions left. But at this stage, I'm going to you to trigger idle hands. So I'm going to take two damage and discard it to get an additional action. So um, what's happening? The, 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 the shock of seeing all the um, eviscera in this VIP area makes um, Roland accidentally discharge his weapon. It doesn't hit him, but it deafens him and he reels for a moment and he staggers against one of the um, uh, shelves that's on the, on the wall and he hits his head and he snarls at himself. He shakes his head. Get it together, man, he tells himself. But the determination makes him push forward. He's got three actions left now. So I think we should investigate here. He's investigating four on three, and I'm going to commit the magnifying glass from my hand to make me five on three in the VIP area. That's a plus one. We get that clue. So we're half of the way to uh, finding Peace Clover. Okay, that's, he's got two actions left. Third action, move into the darkened hall. Final action, move into the next back door hallway. So he's, he rushes out into the corridor. He needs to find Peter Clover. He, he opens the next door and it's the back alley. He finds himself uh, outside in the cold night air in a, an alleyway behind La Bella Luna. This must be where they smuggle in their goods as well as move those illicit artworks in and out. Roland makes a mental note of this place. It may be somewhere he can run away through later. So it's got one clue and one shroud. Um, and that's where he ends his turn. Um, so I don't take damage, I'll take horror from idle hands because I used it, but I did take two damage for that. The uh, pit boss hunts into the darkened hall in the enemy phase. So he's not going to get me now, but he does see the um, unconscious bleeding form of the mobster on the floor, and his eyes swivel through the darkness, trying to tell where Roland Banks has gone. So in the upkeep, I will draw a card. It is <laughs> trusted. Now, I've got three cards in my hand. Intrepid, which is a skill card, um, and then... Galvanize, which is reasonably good. It readies an asset you control, but I don't have any assets that, that exhaust. My idea was that I could use this on the agency backup. And I've got Trusted, which is a, an event that you play on your ally. So uh, I need an ally, and I don't have one. So my agency backup is at the bottom of my deck, I bet. Um, so we gain a resource. We are on eight resources. Uh, add a Doom. And uh, draw the first card. Swarm of rats. That makes sense. So, so as Roland uh, turns his back on the alley, some hideous, large, yellow-toothed rats swarm out of a gutter just by the the doorstep and start gnawing at his legs. Um, I think he's just going to take an action to uh, kick the crap out of them. I think. So let's just a, a normal attack. Straight attack. Four on one. That's the Elder Sign. Uh, plus one for each clue in your location. Well, that's a plus one. So, uh, yeah, that's loads. So the rats are 
then he squashes them with his service issue leather boot. But that triggers self-destructive. So um, he takes one damage, which is a shame. So now he's on six health. All right, the, 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 the anger of stamping out the rats starts making his heart pound faster, makes the adrenaline rush. He gets a dizzy uh, head and, 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 and his ears are thumping. He has two actions. Now, the moment Roland moves back into the darkened hall, he gets mobbed by the pit boss. The pit boss has four health, which means that Roland can't kill him this turn. He's got two bullets left in his gun, so he could kill him in theory, but it's going to take him two actions, which he doesn't have. Um, I've got the option of um, staying where I am, so investigating the, the, the alley to get my last clue, my second clue, my, the last clue I need. Um, and then just to wait for the pit boss to come to me, he will attack me and do two damage. But then I will have all of next turn to, to kill him. Um, and then I can run to the art gallery, which is the last remaining location. Um, that would put me on five health, which is not fantastic. But I can't see a way of not getting hit by the pit boss because there's no way that Roland with an agility of two is going to evade the pit boss with an agility of three. So I can't, I can't do any tricks here. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay where I am and investigate for the second action. So I'm four on one. That's a zero. Roland looks around and he sees some um, some footprints and some telltale signs that mobsters have been moving uh, cargo in and out through here recently. So he gets that clue. And in theory, that's victory point. The final action, what do I do? I've got nothing that I want to particularly play from my hand. I will draw a card for my final action. Uh, it's, I'll see you in hell. So uh, Roland does have the option of uh, uh, just detonating a, a grenade, basically, to kill himself. I'm not going to do that unless it's the most hilarious way to end the, camp the scenario. Um, okay, in the enemy phase, the pit boss comes into the alley. Roland turns and sees his nemesis. The pit boss jumps on him and does two damage. So, thwack, thwack. Roland is too busy investigating the alley and um, he takes two damage. This is getting quite hairy now. Um, I've got four, yeah, I've got four health left. Okay, now um, I am going to be in a situation where if I kill the pit boss, I will take another damage, so I'll be down to three, which I'd rather not have, but there you go. Um, all right, so then it's the upkeep phase. I draw a card. It's evidence, so that's useless right now, uh, and a resource, so I have nine resources. I play a doom and... Uh, I put a doom, rather, and the agenda advances. Sudden chaos. You hear a crash from somewhere outside, and screams of pain in the lounge. A terrible monstrosity smashes through the entrance to the club, crushing the stairwell and knocking over gangsters and patrons alike. Spawn a random enemy from the set-aside hideous abominations encounter set in Clover Club Lounge. Shovel the rest of that encounter set 
the set-aside striking fear encounter set and the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. Move all investigators and unengaged enemies from the Bella Luna to the Clovis Club Lounge. Remove Bella Luna from the game. Okay, so the abomination that I've drawn at random is Conglomeration of Spheres, a really horrible um, Azathothian enemy uh, of, of all these weird slime bubbles uh, joined together. He's a hunter. Um, he has one strength, six health, and four agility. Um, and after I perform an attack against him using a melee card, I discard the melee card, so I don't want that to happen. So the, conglomer yeah, the conglomeration of spheres is in the lounge, which is one, two, three moves away from where I am. So he's going to hunt to me at some point, uh, and that's going to be the opposite of fun. So um, now we're in Act 3. No, we're not. We're in Agenda 3. Chaos in the Clover Club. Amidst the chaos and confusion, the strange abomination attacks everyone in the club. Screams echo through the halls as the blood begins to spray. At the start of the enemy phase, discard each criminal enemy in the same location as an abomination enemy. Seven doom threshold. So this is the situation. I need to draw an encounter card. And then I need to find my way into the uh, art, art gallery, which is two locations away. And spend the clues to advance. So we're drawing an encounter card. Oh, geez. It's a mobster. That was a poor thing to draw. So now I've got the pit boss and the mobster on me. And I've got four health left. Suddenly things look pretty bad. Now, I've got three actions. Maybe I use the three actions to go shoot, shoot, shoot. Well, I can only shoot twice. So shoot twice with the um, gun to kill the Clover Pit boss. Um, and that's going to do me two damage. <laughs> Jeez. Um, then, uh, I don't know, punch the, punch the mobster. Try and evade the mobster. I've got literally nothing in hand that helps. Um, Alright, so this is, is very hairy now. Um, I will... First action, uh, shoot at the pit boss. Spend an ammo. So we're five on three. I will. Um, hmm. well, I've got I see in hell in hand. I see in hell has two fist icons on it, so I could commit that. Um, but I don't think I will. Instead, I will spend two resources and activate keen eye. So that gives me plus one fist for the end of the phase, so for this whole turn. So I'm six on three, shooting the pit boss. Minus one, that's two damage on him. As Roland is surrounded, he shoots at the pit boss. One, but then Roland takes an earned hit, so he's on six damage out of nine. Second action... Last bullet from the automatic. He's trying to take down the pit boss. Uh, six on three. Minus two. That's still a pass. Uh, the pit boss is dead. But the mobster is still here. But because Roland did that, he takes a um, point of damage. Yeah, self-destructive is terrible, guys. So he's now got two health left. If the... Um, 
mobster uh, hits me in the enemy phase, then I'm down to one. I can't kill him. I can't kill him. I've, I, I, I can only do one damage to him. Uh, there's Now, if only Vicious Blow had Roland in the art, if only many good cards had Roland in the art. Um, I mean, this, this, this location does have Resign, right? So I could resign. Roland could decide to run away and, and survive for another day. But that's, that's not much fun. So I'm going to see if I can survive long enough to get to the VIP, to the uh, art gallery at least. So, hmm, I've got no agility icons, so it would be two on two to try and evade this guy. Uh, and then I'd have to evade him again next turn. Screw it. I'm just going to punch. Five on two. Zero. One damage on the mobster. As Roland, his gun, clicking empty, he cold cocks the mobster in the back of the head. That would take a normal man down, but the mobster is six foot uh, tall and uh, built like a brick outhouse. So in the enemy phase, the conglomeration of spheres hunts into the card room. And the mobster does one point of damage to Roland. Roland has one health left. Now... I've just realised that my problem, I've just realised my problem, is that if I hit him next turn, then I kill myself via self-destructive. Um, alright, 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 alright. This is, this is probably going to have to end in violence. Um, yeah, let's see what happens. I draw a card. Trench coat, that's a shame. Um, we get a resource. We're on eight resources. We have a doom. That's two doom. One doom out of seven, sorry. Uh, and then I draw an encounter card. Arousing suspicions again. Um, so I put one doom on each criminal in my location. So that's one doom on the uh, mobster. And so that's two doom overall. Okay. Now... It's trivial to kill the mobster. He's on. Two, he's got two strength. I could get up to five or more. But if I do that, I take a damage from self-destructive and die. Now, I can't discard self-destructive without taking an attack of opportunity. I can't do anything else without taking an attack of opportunity, which would allow me to not die. If I take an attack from Tunity, he does one damage to me, this mobster, and I die. Now, uh, okay, I think I'm gonna just try and gonna try and evade him because if I can evade him, I can then move out and move into the art gallery. Uh, I mean, th th don't know what that achieves, but um, it's it's really my only chance. If I don't evade him, then I. Uh, have a second plan. All right, we're gonna um, commit trench coats to give, put me three on two. Evading. We want to win. Want to pass this test, okay, guys? We are three on two. Roland, it's trying to leap out of the way of the mobster. Minus one. Roland. Does some evading. Okay. Now, 
Roland is going to get the hell out of Dodge in the sense that he's not going to resign. He's going to run into the darkened hallway, second action. And he's going to run into the third location, which is the art gallery. So, he's found where he needs to be. There's a clue here, but that doesn't matter for now. Um, exotic art and antiques adorn the walls of Peter Clover's private gallery. An evening breeze rustles the warm pages of a ledger back and forth. Roland has found the evidence that he needs to take down Peter Clover. But is Peter Clover here? Objective, only investigators in the art gallery may spend two clues to advance. We do that after my last action. So, as I said at the start, I'm assuming with the ACT deck that I have completed extracurricular activity. The art gallery is filled with the mangled and bloody bodies of unfortunate patrons. There is nobody else here. Suddenly, Roland hears screaming and gunfire from the main area of the club. Put the set-aside Peter Clover into play at the Clover Club bar. That's far away. Search the encounter deck for abomination enemy and spawn it in the Clover Club bar. Advance to Act 3A. Fold. Okay, well, the abomination is... I mean... I, with one health left, I'm not sure what Roland is going to do, but um, I'm going to choose a second conglomeration of spheres, put it on top of Peter Glover, which essentially is what happens. Um, so I'm going to read the act text now. Act 3A, fold. Free drinks for whoever gets me the hell out of here, a man exclaims from the bar. Roland his blood goes cold. Peter Clover was in the bar all this time. While Peter Clover is not controlled by a player, he gains action parley test will three to convince Peter to follow you. If you succeed, place one clue from the token bank on him. If there is one clue on Peter Clover, take control of him. So I will need to get to him and parley and pass a will of th a test of three, which seems doable. Uh, and then, th then all the rest just is irrelevant because it just needs to be done once. If each undefeated investigator has resigned, advance. Now, what needs to happen here is that I need to <laughs> go to find Peter Clover and then get back to the back alley and, the, and resign. And that feels non-doable. Let me think about it. Um, well, at, at this stage, I've got no actions left, so um, I will do the enemy phase. So, Conglomeration of Spheres 1 hunts to the Darkened Hall. Conglomeration of Spheres 2 hunts in the direction of the card room. And the uh, um, uh, mobster readies in the alley. Okay. Then it's uh, upkeep, I draw a card, it's taunt, and I get a resource, so I'm on nine resources. I add a doom, and I draw an encounter card, it's cursed luck. Oh, fantastic. Put cursed luck into play in your threat area, you get minus one, one skill value during skill tests. After you succeed, 
by a skill on a skill test by one or more discard cursed luck. Well, fooey. Okay. So let's look. If I move into the darkened hall, which is the only place I can move to, I can probably get killed by the conglomeration of spheres. First action we had to move there. The conglomeration would engage with me. And there's very little then I can do. Um, uh, Lord above. Um, I have nothing. I mean, I do have galvanized. So I could play galvanized to get a free action because it, it, it readies an asset, but also gives me an additional fight action this turn. But even that would only give me, what, three fight actions against the conglomeration of spheres, and it's got six health, which is um, far too many. Um, and he does, the, the spheres do, one health damage and one sanity damage, which would kill me. Um, so, and even if I hit the conglomeration of spheres, I'd get killed anyway. Um, if I move it to the conglomeration of spheres and try and evade him, which would be a miracle because he's got evasion agility four... Um, I would then move out as my final action, but I won't move out into the into the card room. I think Roland has uh, hemmed himself in. His sense of duty in not resigning when he could in the alley has meant that he's found himself trapped in the art gallery with this burbling, uh, eldritch monstrosity from beyond our known worlds. Um, making hideous sucking noises outside of the gallery door, and Roland's gun is empty. Well, I think that the time has come. Roland is going to draw a card. It's shortcut. Because if I draw an agency back up then, I could have played it and uh, that would have given me soak. I didn't. Do I draw again? Yeah, second action, draw again. Not agency back up. Uh, eat lead. That's, that's useless. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Third, before the third action, play shortcut. Roland puts his gun in his pocket. And um, he, he <laughs> Roland carries a grenade for special purposes. He crashes through the door of the art gallery, screaming, and the um, conglomeration of spheres envelops him. And Roland pulls the pin on the grenade and screams um, abuse and words that his mother would be ashamed of him using as the conglomeration of spheres starts to eat him. And I'm going to play, I'll see you in hell. Each non-elite enemy engaged with you is defeated. The conglomeration of spheres explodes in a fountain of miasma and gore. Roland is defeated and suffers one physical trauma. Bye-bye, Roland. Well, um, with some luck, 
that could have gone differently. But it's really hard to um, to get uh, to get back to get Peter Clover and then get back out again. There may be something I've missed, but because the Bella Luna uh, entryway is, is destroyed, um, there's only one place to resign unless you happen to have a card. Um, and uh, you know, if if I had more health, I think honestly, self destructive completely ruined me. Um, I I would have taken almost no damage. Other than I think I would have taken maybe two damage. Uh, total um, from the one attack from the pit boss and then I would be in in pretty good situation just to go toe-to-toe with a conglomeration of spheres and uh, and then maybe be able to fight my way through the second one uh, and and maybe find Peter Clover because um, I had quite a lot of, of time left on the agenda um, but it was not to be so thus ends the story of Roland Banks trying to um, solve the mystery of the um, art forgery racket and instead finding himself uh, taken down by an eldritch monstrosity. I think Roland will live to fight again. He'll be found unconscious the next morning, uh, severely wounded, but able to continue his research. But I think that Peter Clover may be a corpse on the wrecked floor of the Clover Club. What about the deck? Well, actually, you know what? I didn't really get to play many of the cards in the deck, did I? Most of the cards I committed to tests. Um, the cards that I did play, Emergency Cash, Shortcut, were just great, basically. Uh, 45 Automatic, still pretty good for Roland, I think. Um, Magnifying Glass, fantastic. I, I got several clues that way. Um, Keen Eye I used once. Now, Keen Eye, I don't think, is very well regarded. Um but getting plus one fist for the whole turn for two resources or plus one investigation for the turn for two resources is is okay in this kind of situation. I mean, I had so many resources. I was banking them to uh, banking them to um, uh, to play uh, the, the agency backup, but they never came up. Um, so the next card at the top of the deck is Esoteric Atlas, then Evidence, then Galvanize then cover-up, then agency backup. So there's no chance I would have drawn agency backup for a while. So that was never going to work. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed playing that. I think it's a fun, weirdly challenging scenario in the sense that it feels quite easy for a while, and then it escalates really dramatically. Things just go south at the drop of a hat. Um but I think the problem with this deck was I was just sitting there with cards in my hand that I just couldn't really play. I had Intrepid, but I never got a will test to put it on. Trusted was useless if I didn't have an ally. Galvanize, I probably could have played at some point, um, but I was kind of trying to save it for something else. Um, evidence didn't really get to work. I never used Roland's ability, and I don't think I missed a trigger for it, but maybe I did because I kind of didn't really remember about it. Eagle Ed is, is just, I suppose it's there, but I mean, it's Roland in the art, so what could I do? Um, and yeah, uh, it would have been nice to get the agency back up into play because I've wanted to play with them. And it would have been nice to get Roland's gun, actually. That may have been uh, good against the spheres. But there you go. That is what happens when you play a deck where you constrain your choices in a completely arbitrary fashion. Um, are there any other ways we could do this? Um, maybe there are other investigators who appear on sufficient cards to do this. Um, I think maybe Jenny, possibly Trish, but I'm not confident. Other things I was thinking of to, to completely lunatic ideas, 
only have cards with a set number of words in the title. So, for example, only cards with single word titles or two word titles. All cards by the same artist. That kind of nonsense. Um, anyway, next time I record, I think I may either go back to Leo Anderson and the third scenario, that's Dark Side of the Moon, or I might do a cheeky Chaos deck to uh, pick a fun scenario and uh, try an investigator I've never played before with, with a bunch of terrible cards. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the adventures of Roland, and um, I'll see you next time when I play Arkham Horror the card game, just not that